it's Jennifer Caputo, and welcome back to another episode of the Shift for Wellness podcast. I'm so excited you chose to tune in today. This space shares stories about courage, confidence, and calm, and offers direction with purpose and intention. In the last two podcasts, I spoke about affirmations and how the subconscious helps with physical ailments. I hope you took the time to do the work and complete the exercises I laid out for you in those episodes. You know, the whole idea behind making a shift to choosing wellness is taking baby steps. A shift is a movement from one place to another over a very small distance. It's a slight change in position or direction. So by making very small movements, very small changes in habits and mindsets, big results can occur. So if you didn't get the chance to do the exercises in episode 27, Affirmations, or 28, How the Subconscious Helps with Physical Ailments, feel free to go and do that now or after listening to this episode. So it's shiftforwellness.com slash 27 and shiftforwellness.com slash 28. You can read the blog post or listen to the podcast. And remember to download the freebie worksheet I have waiting for you there so you can get right to work. Welcome to episode 29, How to Be Honest and Vulnerable and Let the Help In. Two years ago, I made the switch from being the library media specialist in the middle school to teaching fifth grade in one of the elementary schools in our district. It was hard for many to understand the need I had for the change. Many saw a cushy job and they had difficulty wrapping their heads around why I would want to leave such a position when the classroom had taken such a turn with high stakes and countless demands. The truth is there's nothing cushy about the role of library media specialist, despite what some may think. The self-contained classroom was something I had always dreamed of experiencing. It's what I faithfully played every day of my childhood, and being that teacher of a classroom of the same kids all day was what I dreamed I'd grow to be. So to me, teaching elementary school was the epitome of teaching. Balancing a class of at least 25 kids all day with a very short break and teaching all the subject areas that's a challenge, and I wanted it. The years of my teaching career were flying by, and I knew I had to make the move. So my role in the library was no longer meeting my needs. I was being, you know, I was underutilized. I was getting bored. And even after I reinvented the position year after year for nine years I spent there, I just couldn't grow any more than the position was allowing. So in the meantime, I was marketing programs, I team taught, I ran student clubs and school-wide contests, I ran professional development at lunchtime and after school. I held parent institutes and shared tech tools with both teachers and parents to help them move more smoothly through their professional work. I reached out to all those invested in the lives of our children with the intention of educating them on literacy and digital citizenship. I listened as colleagues growled about the changes that were happening in the classroom, and rather than being turned off, I wanted to be a part of it all. I was envious of all they were experiencing. I was, it was just unfortunate um, that the role that I was once so excited about and really excited me um, and made me run laps around the school with fresh new ideas and tech tips 
um, to enrich any lesson just kind of suddenly morphed into one that wasn't allowing me to grow. So I don't doubt I was appreciated in the role, but you know what I'm talking about. You know how it feels when things shift in your world, whether it's your personal world or professional world. And once there's a shift, ignoring it just doesn't seem right. It goes against the natural unfolding of things. You know, we're meant to not just pay attention to the shift, but to embrace it with all of our senses and move with it. So imagine, there I was with extensive knowledge and experience to share and found myself on several occasions fixing the copy machine and the printers and scheduling space for classes to be held in the computer labs, none of which I was teaching or even a part of. I had a solid core group of teachers who sought me out for true collaboration, and we rocked their instruction as we designed lessons that were relevant and challenging and engaging. One of the many roles of the library media specialist is to help teachers implement technology into their lesson designs and to incorporate the four C's of 21st century learning at their core, which are collaboration, communication, critical thinking, and creativity and innovation. And the beauty of the role is to watch how the lessons bloom as they are made to be more flexible and provide access for all learners. All this happens as the reading collection is balanced to the standards and graded levels of study are created while digital citizenship is imparted to the student body. The role provides the drive that keeps the community buzzing with a consistent vibration for all to feel. Can you relate to this? Have you, have you ever been in a situation where you really, really loved what you were doing, really believed in what you were doing, but you were just spinning your wheels and not going anywhere? The wind was just being taken out of my sails. Prior to my role in the library, I taught 7th and 8th grade language arts, and I really missed that natural high that I'd get from just implementing the best practices that I would read about or learn about with my classes, or at least attempt to implement best practices, right? So we all try to get there. But um, I understood high stakes in the classroom and the parental demands. But perhaps my colleagues believed that I was out of the classroom for too long to offer anything that could enhance their practice. And now that I was behind a circulation desk, um, maybe they just didn't see me in that role. That's just, you know, the story that I'm telling myself. And I get that. I absolutely get that. At times, I took it personally, while other times I realized just how tough the demands were that teachers were feeling in the classroom. Teachers barely um, have enough time to teach the strict standards that they're being held to and were floundering to add any of their own personal flair. For many, they couldn't even begin to think about chatting with me about new ideas or adding flexible media to their lessons, let alone collaborate with me. Finding the time to do that was just too great a thought for them. And to that, I held no judgment. This mindset was really hard to break through and I was going nowhere professionally. And I'm, you know, I'm hoping that um, for those of you that feel like you're going nowhere professionally, you can pop yourself into this situation and see if there is something you can learn here through this story that will help shift you to a better place. 
I was running workshops on the national, state, and local levels. I attended every conference that was offered, yet I was no longer feeling challenged in my role and cried inside with every printer cartridge I changed and every piece of paper I unjammed from a copier. This is what a master's plus gets me? I just ached for growth and for more of a challenge to work with the true collaborative sense with my colleagues. A change was imminent. And with the help of open-minded leadership, I interviewed for a fifth grade position at one of our elementary schools and never looked back. I now live the high stakes and parental demands on a daily basis. And my experiences have taught me to never feel too overwhelmed to stop and let others in who offer help. I know the richness that lies within the minds of my colleagues, and I have every intention to take the feelings I've felt as the librarian and allow that to help me along the way. When I took the role on a fifth grade teacher, I could not keep my head above water. I was so far beneath the surface, I would look up and I could see the sun's rays penetrating through the water, but there was no way that I could even get my lips above the surface to take a breath. This role is so incredibly humbling as someone who likes to do everything herself, it gave me no choice but to ask for help, and help came in every direction. The women I teach with are absolute angels, the most professional, kind, and loving angels. Administration is incredibly supportive, and I found myself in a role that was so unfamiliar to me. I was so uncomfortable. I was in a place that I had never experienced emotionally and physically and mentally. And that was the place of being vulnerable and asking for help and actually letting the help in. And it felt fantastic. If it wasn't for me stepping back, letting go of my ego, and letting these ladies direct me by showing me the ropes, showing me the routines, I would no doubt be working in retail right now. They lifted me up and carried me through that first year with such grace and ease. And for that, I will be forever ever grateful. Because the role as library media specialist is so close at heart, and because I love working collaboratively with my colleagues, I have really enjoyed working with our incredibly talented library media specialist in my new school. She has so much to offer with so many networking tools that only her role and expertise can provide. The fact that we both went back to school for our certifications together helps, and it does create a strong bond that was created as we supported each other in our roles over the years. But I love to pick and rely on the brains of all of my outstanding professional colleagues and administrators for hints and tips and best practices at this level. There's a mindset in education around 
being vulnerable and letting the help in. It's seen as almost a weakness or maybe almost being viewed as less than. But administrators and teachers need to shift those old mindsets to this idea of letting it in, let the help in, be honest with what you need help with. And, you know, then only the only thing that can result from that is true collaboration with your colleagues, creating engaging lessons with flexible ideas and media that provide our kids further access to the content that we need to teach. And also it creates an abundance of resources that help to enrich the learning experience. So if being honest and vulnerable is a soft spot for you, pop on over to shiftforwellness.com slash 29, how to be honest and vulnerable and let the help in and download the how to be honest and vulnerable worksheet. That's your shift work for the week. It will help you identify what you're most confident with and where you need some more help being confident. Be sure to tune in next time when I talk to you about the voice of our heart, mind, and soul. Thanks for listening. And if you haven't already subscribed to this podcast, no matter where you listen, make sure you take a moment to subscribe so that you don't miss another episode. And remember, it's not about being perfect. It's about being purposeful and intentional with the practice. You've got this. Make the shift happen.